0: Big Sis Podcast. We love Big Sis! It was time that a female friendly media brand was created. Big Sis Australia is leading the way by inspiring women to be the best they can be. Welcome to the Big Sis Pod. We've all heard of online predators before, but how seriously do we take the precautions to ensure that this never happens to your child? The problem with a lot of media reports is that they are simply stating the facts, which really the emotions are then covered up and then I believe it's desensitising the issue. Well, pedophiles are real and it is happening to our Australian kids. An extremely brave Victorian mum is prepared to share her heartache of her 12-year-old daughter being groomed online by an elderly man posing as a 14-year-old. She's chosen to remain anonymous throughout this interview for both personal reasons and for court proceedings. This podcast comes with an explicit warning and may offend some listeners. Welcome. Thank you so much for coming in today.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: It's such an important thing to be discussing because, as I said in the intro, We just sort of think, oh, it's never going to happen to us. So thank you for coming in. I know it's going to bring up some really hard emotions to be able to speak about it, but I know that you understand the importance and why you are doing it. So this ordeal for you and your family and, and in particular, your 12-year-old daughter, this is very new. Like, this has just happened a couple of months ago.
1: That's correct. Mm, So it's very raw. Just happened a week before Christmas that Mm. I found out what was happening.
0: So, let's go into the story. If you can explain to us what happened between your 12-year-old daughter and what we're predicting is an over 60-year-old male. So, he was a predator online?
1: That's correct. Mm. At first started out, um, my daughter went to a birthday party, a 12-year-old birthday party, and it was just from a normal party from 5 till 7 p.m., um, That was on the Saturday night. I received a phone call from one of the parents on the Monday, advising me that my daughter showed a photo of someone's private parts and said that this was her online boyfriend to her friend. After that happened, I decided to approach my daughter in regards to what had happened. And with further investigating, I had a look at her phone and found additional information. With that, I went to the police the following morning and I was told by the police that there was not much they could do. I did know a friend who was a detective, so I gave him a call and explained the situation, saying that my daughter had been groomed online, what can I do? He then said, give me 10, 15 minutes and I will get back to you with help. I received a phone call from him 10 minutes or so later and he referred me to a unit through the police called SOCKET, which um, stands for Sexual Offences and Children Abuse Investigation Team. And by that afternoon, I was actually in there with the detective discussing everything that had happened. I also had my daughter's phone with me, so the detective took that and kept it overnight and did further investigation and some of the things that he had found was really distressing. There was photos, images of herself, of other people and she was looking at pornographic sites as well.
0: Now from our conversation before the interview in here, we discussed how that particular predator online was asking for your daughter to be watching the porn. That's so, correct. so can you? I know this is so difficult to share because you're talking about your own daughter doing these acts and um, not understanding the consequences. Of course. So he was directing her, saying, "Here's a link to some porn videos," and then he wanted to see the reaction to how she felt after That's watching correct. it. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: it all started on a app called Hotel Hideaway. It's just like a Candy Crush type of app where you go around and collect coins every time you serve someone a drink or made up a bed. And it actually was a online one so that she was interacting with this particular male.
0: Who was claiming to be her new boyfriend. That's correct. Yeah. And
1: it was all through Snapchat. In the so
0: Snapchat and this other... What we would all think is an innocent... Child game.
1: That's right. Mm. You you see all the apps on your children's phones and just think that they're feeding farm animals or playing, you know, other online games. Mm. And a lot of them are actually interacting with other people, which I wasn't aware of at the time.
0: Mm. And I've spoken to some other specialists about this and they say that they're in every single chat room, doesn't matter what the game is, whether it's, you know, you think it's so innocent for even a six-year-old to be playing, there are pedophiles in those chat rooms. Correct.
1: The following day after I had been with the detective, I decided that my daughter needed to come down to the police station as well because what had actually happened is a criminal offence. I don't blame her at all for this happening. She was the victim and she is the victim. However, the photos that she passed on through the internet to her alleged boyfriend, she actually could have been charged for distributing a photo of his private parts. Right. And that the photos that she sent to her alleged boyfriend have probably been distributed around the world and sold for minor sites.
0: Yeah, so for many, many pedophiles around the world to be looking at.
1: You just never think that this would happen to your own child. Mm. It's one of the most horrific things that I have actually gone through in my life. You try and be your daughter's or any child's nurturer. And, it, you know, I feel that I've let her down, that I needed to protect her. However, I didn't protect her and I do blame myself. But she is now that. safe and I will make sure this will never happen to her and hopefully no other child again. That's why I'm here to talk about it.
0: Mm. And please don't blame yourself. This is more about the awareness I can't even comprehend what you're going through and the family is going through, but you didn't think it would ever happen to you. I remember again with our previous chat was that you thought it was just happening to kids overseas and that, of course, it's terrible for anyone, but you weren't thinking it was happening here in Australia. That's
1: right. Mm. And like, I'm not a very strict parent. However, I do have boundaries. For example, if my children are in their bedrooms, their doors will always stay open At night, in the evening, after we finish watching tally and after dinner, their phones or any electronic devices are always stored in the kitchen where I can view. They've always let me know their passwords and occasionally I will check their electronics.
0: So how do you think this has slipped through the system?
1: Well, I think it's quite difficult because I am a single Mm mum, so I have the boundaries that I have and the rules at my house. However, when she goes to her father's, it may be a different situation.
0: Okay. So this is what we're trying to get out to everyone to start thinking about. We've got to be careful with giving kids their privacy versus actually monitoring it because... Those doors do need to stay open. And this is for all different areas with online, whether it's bullying or anything like that. Yeah. We need to be aware that it's going on. So, yes, thank you again for coming in. You have actually told the principal of the school, which is great, because what was the principal's
1: response? He was quite in disbelief. Mm. Um, He couldn't believe that this had actually happened and I said, have you heard of other cases like this with other students at the school? And he said, no. And he said, I'm sure it does happen but no parents are strong enough to come and talk about it. I just want to be the voice for my daughter because if I can't be, no one else is. Mm.
0: And that's the thing, like being brave enough to talk about it, because you're even expressing that you've got guilt and shame, saying that this is your fault. This is no one's fault except for the pedophiles doing this and grooming the young children. But what we need to do is take responsibility for what's going on in the home. That's right. And, Mm.
1: uh, you know, at this stage, um, my daughter has her phone back. It was confiscated for six weeks over Christmas, However, now, the only apps that she has is phone calls. I've got a app on her phone called Life360, which is a GPS so I can actually see where she is, mm-hmm. and then her school app. Okay. And at this stage, she has to drop off her phone at the school coordinator in the morning and pick it up in the afternoon. And slowly, bit by bit, she will gain my trust back and I will allow her additional apps, and it's just a trust game. Mm.
0: Can we talk about your daughter? I know she's not here. She has written a message for us to hear, which is very powerful for a 12-year-old going through this, and she actually wants to have her voice. Can you read that out to us now, Yes, Karen.
1: Um, When I decided to do this with Karen, I spoke to my daughter in regards to this, and she was petrified and had a bit of an emotional breakdown. However, after that, I did say to her that you need to be a voice. I need to be a voice. If we can't talk about it, who will? So, um, last night before I came in, I said to her, would you like to voice your opinion of the situation? So, I'm just going to read you something that she wrote. Mm -hmm. In the situation, I felt scared and pressured and forced to send things every day. When it was over, I felt relieved and more confident in myself. I felt like a weight lifted off my shoulders, like I could breathe properly again. I felt a lot safer... And secure in my home and everywhere I go. Oh
0: wow!
1: And since then, she has been doing counselling. Um, there's some wonderful counselling services out there, which I can name if you'd like.
0: Yeah, yes, please.
1: The main one that she is doing is Headspace, which aims at children between 12 and 25, and a range of all different issues. So you know, it can go from low self-esteem to bullying every issue you could have ever imagined. They have an amazing program, which is a six-week program called Tuning Into Teens, which is emotional coaching of how to try and help your child in any difficult situation, not just online grooming. It's teaching me to sit back and become more aware of her emotions. After I do that, then I view her emotions, and then I'll keep listening and Then we try and problem solve and see what we can do. And that has been the biggest tool that I have used in the last five weeks to help me get through this. So it's called Tuning Into Teens Through Headspace and it's for adults to attend. Another great organisation is called Kids First Australia. They have a wonderful counselling service. I've been doing sessions myself there as well.
0: Okay, so I'll put all of that information on the show notes with the podcast. And I just want to um, check in with you before we go, and that is to ask you, if you could turn back time, so six months ago, what would you be saying to your daughter if you knew what you know now, six months ago, just in case there's any parents listening now? Is there any advice you've got?
1: Myself and my daughter have a very, very open relationship. I call her my best friend, but also, on the other hand, I am her mum. So we sort of have two-way relationship. You just need to be there for them. And, you know, if it wasn't for a friend coming to tell me about one particular photo that my daughter shared, I would never have known. This could have been going on for years. And before I know it, she might have been in the US. It's just a terrible thought, and I don't want this to happen to anyone else ever. That's why I'm here, to Mm. voice what's happened to my family.
0: And you can hear it in the letter that she's written for us. It's saying that she was scared and she didn't want to be doing it.
1: No, Mm. she didn't, and she didn't know how to get out of it. But now my baby girl is safe, and all I'll do is keep nurturing her and hopefully this ordeal one day will all be over.
0: Well thank you so much once again for sharing this horrific experience and it's so raw so you've done really well talking about it and uh, thank you again for trying to get this out there, get the awareness out there to prevent this happening to other children. Thanks Karen.